0: Welcome to the Christian Politics Podcast, brought to you by the For Youth by Youth Productions. This podcast is designed to discuss modern issues through the lens of the Bible.
1: Welcome back to the Christian Politics Podcast. We're excited to have you today. We've got a lot of fun stuff going on today, uh, a lot of news that has been going on in the last couple of days. And uh, it has been a crazy news cycle the last week. We've got several different events we're going to talk about. Uh, but for me, right now, today, when this comes out, I will be at the hospital and uh, we will be giving birth to our third child. And uh, so, baby Hudson will be on his way probably within a couple of hours of this coming out. Uh, if everything goes well and we don't have any complications. Uh, we will be having our third child, and so that's a pretty big event for us. We've got family coming in to watch our children, and uh, so be praying for us during this time as we transition. May have some show hiccups, hopefully not, but just letting you know what's going on in our life. And so, Bryson, what's going on in your life? How are things going with you, man?
2: Oh, pretty good. Uh, not, not much is going on. Um, headed to Atlanta this weekend, so maybe we'll get some firsthand uh, look at the situation that's going down there, but... Uh, going down there to uh, w- watch a race this weekend, so we're excited about that and uh, looking forward to that. So we're gonna have a have a good time down there, hopefully. That's great.
1: Uh, who you pulling for to win, Bryson?
2: We're looking for a Chevrolet. Anybody driving a Chevrolet? <laughs> um, hopefully not uh, any of the any of the Gibbs guys, which I'm a huge Redskins fan. I'm still gonna call them that. Um, so I, I really like Joe Gibbs, but I wish Joe Gibbs did not uh, manufacture use the Toyota manufacturer. I just, uh, you know, Chevrolet guy, Rick Hendrick, I love all the Hendrick guys. I I really like Chase Elliott, which is Billy Elliott's son. His dad was a really big, big driver in the 80s and the 90s. So um, anybody driving a Chevrolet, any of the Hendrick guys, I'm looking for them to win. And I'm looking for uh, old Stenhouse to maybe give me a few dollars, too. There you go. (laughs) All right. Well, that'd be great. And so today, let's go ahead and get started
1: with our week of headlines. (laughs)
2: All right, we're going to get started this week with uh, your headlines, which is going to begin by something that uh, I found very interesting, uh, especially in this time that we're in with the situation that we have on our nation's borders, specifically in the South. Uh, congressional leaders are discussing a two billion dollars. This is two billion dollars. just that's a it's not two million dollars, it's two billion dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, two billion dollar package for new capital fencing and security. And I got this source from none other than CNN, so it's a very credible source. Um, why does this happen around our capital and not around our nation's borders? These are things, we Washington is now caged in, yes. um, fenced in, and you see they're willing to spend $2 billion uh, to protect themselves, which only proves my point, that they're nothing but a bunch of selfish politicians uh, who are, you know, trying to gain control of our lives, which they already pretty much have. But with the situation that we have down at the border now, with the, uh, the folks coming across illegally, um, why is it okay for us to have a wall and fencing and protection for our corrupt politicians in Washington when the citizens of um, areas that are along our nation's southern border are no longer safe because of the drugs and the trafficking and the, and the caravans coming across now and the, the, just the entire general situation of, of uh, what's going on in the, in the border. Um, and and I, I saw this somewhere, and so I thought I would point it out. I thought it was a really genius idea. Um, now that we are caging in Washington um, the only thing that's missing is a sign that says the Washington Zoo.
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and I, I want people to really understand when we, and we're going to next week, we're planning, if everything works out, to do uh, an episode on these stimulus packages and money in general. Um, and a million dollars, Bryson, if you were to take one dollar for every second and count for those seconds, it would take you 11 days to count to 1 million by ones, okay? Mm. Uh, when you go from 1 million to 1 billion, that 11 days turns into 31 years. Okay, 31 years if you were to sit down. So so this 2 billion dollars would be 62 years for you to sit down and count from 1 to 2 billion by seconds mm. or to put $1 in the bank every second. Okay, so that's huge, 62 years. When you take that billion and you go to a trillion, it goes from 31 years to 31,000 years. There's some changes there. It's 31,150 or something like that. So so when we go to 2 trillion, that's 62,000 years that it's going to take you to get to that point. So, so there, we, the media is conditioning us to get used to hearing these billion and trillion and desensitizing us to it. But these are some huge, huge numbers Absolutely. that we have got to get our nation under control. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that, that's just a little tidbit of what we're
2: going to be talking about and, in the next episode as well. And keep in mind that the $2 billion that they're spending are your money. Yes.
1: Um, yes. So,
2: so these are your dollars that, you, that you're paying for. You're basically paying for a wall for people that do not support walls. Yes. Uh,
1: The CDC is now saying that uh, three feet, they updated their uh, social distancing guidelines for COVID. They're now saying that three feet is an acceptable social distancing uh, that would be acceptable. So for the last year, Bryson, we've been told six feet, six feet, six six feet. feet. Kids in a classroom stay six feet apart. Kids everywhere, people everywhere, six feet apart. You walk in Walmart, you've got dots on the floor where you can't be six feet apart from someone. You go into a grocery store, you go into a McDonald's or anywhere, and they've got these dots six feet apart. And now one year later, they're saying, you know what? You only need to be three feet apart.
2: I hate it for the people that put those stickers on the floor. Now they're going to have to go pick them up and move them. Yeah. Um,
1: I, well, I mean, where, where did the science change? And why know, is it changing a year later?
2: If science matters, science is not something that, that changes just... You know, by the snap of a finger, like you can't just say that uh, for an entire year, we're sp- supposed to stay six feet apart from one another in order to protect us from this virus. When now you can say that we ha- have to only stay three feet apart. Where's your science to back that up? And, and for, why, why is and, the media talking about the
1: science? Exactly. Why aren't we as, a, you know, Governor Cooper gets up in New York or North Carolina and says, we're following the science. Well, the science and the CDC recommendations is this: Why are we not implementing these now mm-hmm. when the science is changing? Because yeah. I'm okay with science changing.
2: Well, I'm, I'm have I have no mean, problem with it. Let me clarify because I did sound a little like you know I don't believe that science can change, which <laughs> that's basically what I what I was saying. But now, when you have something that is newly new like the coronavirus, yeah, I mean things can change. But, they will
1: change and, and, and things they will improve. Will. But, but
2: it, it's amazing to me how quickly things have changed just over the past two months. Yeah. Um, well,
1: and we went from so far of enforcing this is the CDC guidelines. We're following yeah. the sidelines. We're following what they're saying. But when CDC is changing their guidelines, why are states not adapting to those same guidelines?
2: Well, you have folks like uh, Roy Cooper who really enjoy uh, control. Yeah. Which, by the way, Roy Cooper is... Uh, Apparently going to send uh, all grades back to school for four days a week, um, which I was talking to a a, a teacher um, just a few days ago, and and he he said um, why why now if you're going to send them back to school where while things are you know uh, pretty much the same why why now you're you're in the middle of a semester mm-hmm. he, he said that would do nothing but shake things up, and he said I he supports you know going back to school. He thinks that we should be back to school um and and so do i but if you're in the middle of of a semester and and things are uh, you know already worked in and and, uh, people are used to what's going on right now i really think it would shake things up and i think that these people who are not having to experience the laws and and the and the things that they're passing um should should really think about what they're doing um and, and they should allow uh you know some advisors to Help him make that decision. That maybe know a little bit more um, about education. We know Roy Cooper has sort of struggled in the education department as far as that goes. But um, getting back on the on the three feet, so that'll probably help out with you know getting uh, getting us back to school uh, is the three feet. Which um, you know I don't know if you're going to have to wear two masks with with three feet or, or or what the requirements for for that will be. But I'm sure that's to come. Yeah, Joe Biden. Uh, Has called Kamala Harris President Kamala now for about the sixth time I believe and this is Not the well this is not the First time I just said that but Now I'm not saying that like No other president has ever Referred to the vice vice president as president I mean you know come on but if You're doing this constantly This I mean this is several times that this Has happened Um, You know I I, I don't know I'm not a Conspiracy theorist I'm not going to say you know you know, there's something in the works there, but I mean, yeah, it is, you know, there there are some corrupt things going on there. So you never know. So we're going to talk about that. Yes. Yeah. Well, it, it's important it's, to mention. It's been said
1: we want to be yeah.
2: saying that, hey, we're, we're, we're reporting just, these things. We're just reporting what has happened. Yes.
1: So um, next up, we see that uh, this I'm sure you've seen it. this is nothing new. Uh We're not here to poke fun or make fun of anyone or no, anything.
2: Absolutely uh, but
1: we do want to bring out that Joe Biden did fall three times. Uh, walking up Air Force One um, now the reason we're bringing this up is not to make fun, not to throw a meme out there no, no but a year ago he was talking about Trump and about how Trump was walking
2: up a ramp or something yeah so uh, Trump went to West Point uh, to uh, I guess congratulate the graduating class there and he gave some remarks he st- stood there and and saluted uh, you know the the new uh, what are they uh, Cadets. 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 Cadets, yeah. Um, he, he saluted, gave some remarks, and uh, as he walked down, see, he, he tells a story at all of his rallies, so I've heard it a few times. And he says that uh, he had on these leather bottom shoes, and he didn't want to fall in front of everybody because he said, Can you imagine the headlines if I fell? Yeah. So he walked slowly with, with someone right next to him uh, down this ramp, and he said, You know, it was so slippery. It was like a metal ramp or whatever. Joe Biden goes a day later in an interview and says, um, they were asking him, I believe it was about his cognitive ability. Uh, this was back, I guess, in the Democratic uh, primary, probably. Okay. And uh, he said, watch that man walk down ramps. Watch me walk down. Watch me run up and down ramps. Okay. Well, so, we're like, we're, so we're watching. So we're watching. Um, now that we can compare the both of you, I've seen Donald Trump walk up the stairs of Air Force One. Never have I seen him fall three times in a row. Um, Um, yeah, never, you know, we've, we compared the two, but we, I thought I would point that out because I mean, I mean, you know, you've got a little bit of, uh, hypocrisy going on there and, uh, maybe some karma words can get you, Joe. Um, next we're going to transition into the eighth woman that has accused Andrew Cuomo of sexual assault. Yes. And so this is something that. News
1: media really isn't still covering. Uh, they're, they're beginning to cover it more and more. They're not covering his New York scandal of covering up deaths in the nursing home, but I they're going to cover the Cuomo um, uh, sex assaults, and more and more people are now coming out and saying they are wanting the resignation of Andrew Cuomo. And so the Democrat, are, they're done with Cuomo. They're ready to move on, um, and so they're trying to get him out in any way. And then, Bryson, uh, well, this last one, well, we're not going to say the last one. I've got one more I want to add. The House has passed a legislation creating a pathway to citizenship for millions of illegal immigrants at the south border. Uh, they just had a, I think, President Biden and Kamala went down there. News press was not allowed to be there. I don't know.
2: Did they go down
1: there? I think they went to the southern border, but the news, know. they may have See, or may not. what
2: I thought, now, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm really not sure. But I thought that... Um, he was traveling around the country, and he's. They said that he would not be making a visit there. But now that was like Monday or Tuesday. Okay. So that could have changed, and maybe I, I haven't really been. Well, either way, uh, they're up. not allowing way,
1: news media, yeah, no at media at the south border because Mm-mm. they don't want uh, any pictures or anything of kids shown in cages. Uh, we, we've talked. Uh, Ted Cruz has brought up several things. Uh, you know, he's there in Texas, and he's mm-hmm. very close to the southern border. And so he's made statements of why is this an, it not an issue? Um, Press secretary uh, Saki was um, asked about it, and she said that it was not a crisis at the southern border. Um, this is crazy. So, so they're they're tr- trying to control this narrative of this illegal immigration. I'm just trying to figure out: are they still in cages? What are we doing about it? Uh, and then the last thing we want to mention, and then we'll get into our main topic of today, um, was. During this last couple of days, you may have seen on the news, uh, this man who went in and killed several um, Asian people. We don't want to mention shooters' names on this program, but killed several people in um, some massage parlors. And the media is, is, is really controlling this narrative to say that it was uh, he was a deeply religious man. He was struggling with some pornography, and uh, he actually checked himself into a sex addiction clinic. Uh, to control because he said that it was so prevalent in his mind and in his uh, in everything that he was doing. And so they are they are covering this, saying that the religion made him guilty and he came in and started killing these women. Uh, and right, uh, he, he, he was wrong. He was demented. I'm not saying anything wrong with, the, I'm not saying that I'm not condoning any of his actions. Uh, but at the same time, Bryson, this was a white man that went in and killed Asians. Uh, At the same time, two young, uh, I think 14 and 16 year old black men went in Rochester, New York, and they went into a person's home, a white man's home who was mentally handicapped. They poured some type of gasoline on him and lit him on fire Mm. and left him there to die. This man went to the hospital with 70 percent of his body in two second and third degree burns, and for four days fought for his life and eventually died now we haven't heard anything about these nope. 14 and 15 16 year old boys um, but you know if let's, let's just say the narrative was backwards. let's say that this were two white men that went in and set a handicapped black man on fire. I don't think that you would have heard the end. No, of no. this story over, and and I'm not trying to call call issue to race, but when they when the mainstream media was asked about it, this was their response: We didn't know the race of the men, so we didn't want to bring out what had happened. What a fake lie! They know everything.
2: <laughs> they always know the race about whatever because they always like to point it out because they point out race to situations that don't even require race to be pointed out. Yeah, they this- said white man killed Asians. How about this? This is my message to the media who's not listening to us right now. But this is what I want. This is what I want you to try and do. Our uh, many of the politicians in Washington and many of just the corrupt people living in this country, um, criminals commit crimes. Black people do not commit crimes against white people. It's not white people against black people. That puts people against each other. But they like that because it gives them ratings. It, does. it gives people a reason to come back and watch the next day. People find that uh, find a reason to watch their shows in that. But criminals, when we recognize that criminals are the ones committing the crimes, it's not a black man, it's not a white man, it's not a, you know, whatever you are. It's n- it's criminals committing crimes. Beat that into your head because that's just how it is. That's the only way that any type of race which they claim they're trying to put down will end in this country is when you stop associating everything with race. Yeah. And just call media for media. Just call reporting
1: for reporting. Uh, if someone, if you're going to report on one person killing people, report on the other person killing people as well. Yeah. Uh, let's be fair on this, and I'm really just trying to, they're, they're not. just trying to, trying to call what is right, right, and what is wrong, wrong. Yep. Killing is wrong, of any kind, abortion, murder, anything. And so, the man that went in and killed these innocent Asian people, whether they were involved in sex crimes or not, it was death. He is not mm-hmm. the judge and the executioner that is settled for the court. These two uh, black boys that went in and killed this white man, that's wrong. And, and that's what we need to be calling out. Uh, so right before we introduce our topic for today, uh, we want to uh, talk about just a couple of things about our show, Bryson. and our show. Uh, man, we would have never thought that back in August when we started this, uh, we would have, you know, over 1900 downloads so far with just uh, 30 some episodes. Uh but we're 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 missing some stuff Bryson. We're
2: missing a few things. That's we're missing
1: great. we we've hey we've had we are have almost covered the entire United States. We have. Uh but there are still 13 states that are missing. Yeah, uh, that that need to hear this podcast. That's right. They need to that's hear our right. voices because we it. we enjoy our voices. We enjoy listening to ourselves. Yeah, uh, that's why we talk because we like hearing what we have to say. And we hope you <laughs> like hearing what we have to say. And, so. and
2: if you don't, let us know because <laughs> yeah, hey, I like that. We'll,
1: we'll change some stuff. <laughs> I like up. that. But but we're going to mention thirteen states that are missing out on this incredible opportunity yep. to hear the Christian Politics podcast. And so if you know someone in these states, share this episode. Share an episode that you may have enjoyed. It may have been one by one of our teenagers or our college students or maybe one that me and Bryson just decided to talk about and hang out and, and, and just enjoy some time like today. Uh, so we're going to mention these 13 states in alphabetical order just to help you out. Uh, so if you know anyone in Arizona that hasn't heard this, reach out to them. Uh, maybe Delaware Delaware We haven't had anyone From Delaware That's yes, where
2: Judd's from uh, Maybe is, get to That'd us. be
1: great um, Hawaii I've got a couple Of friends in Hawaii I can't believe They haven't heard this And uh, so if you know mm. Anyone in Hawaii Let them listen To them
2: Louisiana, no. anybody down in Louisiana, we which want is, you to listen to it. Which is
1: weird because we had those interviews with some guys down in, in Louisiana. Yeah, they were
2: from, I guess they didn't want to hear So themselves. they didn't listen to I, they us. They didn't want to hear themselves yeah. on the radio. That's their own fault. That's like, right. You know, Maine, whatever. up in the top northern yep. uh, part of
1: America, and Go Maine.
2: Nebraska, and all the five people living out there. Yep, corn country. Yeah. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yep. I'm going to talk about it right now. Both, no, of, both of our Dakotas. North
1: mm-hmm. and South Dakota. We haven't reached yeah. one person in North or South Dakota.
2: Yep, uh, Rhode Island, which is kind of surprising me. Well, I don't know. That's a very small area to cover. So yeah, Utah, understandable. Vermont, and the last one, Wyoming. That's where I want to go. All right. That's so any,
1: if you know anyone in those thirteen <laughs> states, share this with them. Maybe tag them in it and say, "Hey, listen to this. Let's help this radio station out, uh, and and try to get this content out as best we can." Uh, we've enjoyed what we're doing, and uh, we are love that you are listening.
2: Uh, continue to give us feedback for anything uh, that you want us to hear or say or, or do. I think that it's so cool that we have people listening to us. Whether it's just one in person, but we have people listening to this show from thirty-seven states here in the country, and I yeah. think that is just incredible. I would well, have never and imagined... in the
1: statistics, it's actually thirty-eight because they consider
2: Washington D.C. Oh, that's District true. of Columbia, yeah. so. Um, um, yeah, we've had. But, a, but I'm really. I mean, that I think that that is is something that is is really neat. I, I enjoy it when people ask about how this is going. I say, well, we've got someone from uh, 38 areas in the country uh, yeah. listening to us. I, I really find that incredible. And, and we would have never thought that never, when we started never this. Um, it, this podcast is is really. Uh, and,
1: and I'm thinking maybe on this great. next episode, I'm going to find the person that's the furthest away from us, and not the person, but the. Uh, the, the location, because the all we get is state and then county or our city that you live in uh, is all that this that our our platform gives us. And so I yeah. want to find it's probably someone in Washington. Um, and I would oh, say yeah, probably. Um, probably like Booney Lake or Tacoma or Vancouver, probably Vancouver, Washington. Yeah, we've got uh, some people listening from us there. Uh, so, so I, hey, well, that's great. We've got some people in Seattle listening to us. Uh, so that's great. You know, uh,
2: I really uh, think that they probably are making fun of the way that we talk. Yeah, that'd be great. And they probably think we are a bunch of rednecks, and that's great because hey, we have got some different culture down here. But you know what? I w- like I said, I would have never guessed that we no. would have someone from thirty-seven states and thirty-eight counting Washington D.C. listening to this podcast. I'm really proud of that. I think that's re- something that's. Uh, Really, really, really neat. Yeah. So
1: we'll go ahead and get into our topic for today. Today we're going to be talking about the topic of cancel culture, and so it's a big topic. Uh, it's a big thing that people are mentioning right now. And so, Bryson, give me uh, a Taylorsville, North Carolina <laughs> redneck definition of cancel culture. The redneck definition. And then we're going to show a clip culture. as well from a news source. We'll listen. We'll listen to that. And uh, let you hear what the news has to say about cancel culture.
2: All right. Well, cancel culture is something that has been seen throughout history, um, especially in the 1940s uh, with Germany, which we'll talk about later on in the show. But here in in America today, cancel culture consists of people, whether it be news outlets or um, you know famous uh, certain people, canceling things um, like Dr. Seuss. Um, you know, you know, small things like that for for uh, small ideas and and canceling them because they're offended by it Um, or or they want people to be offended by it. Here in this country, it's amazing because, um, you know, in the 1940s in Germany, you had uh, the government, which was sort of part of this cancel culture. They were sort of the leader of this. But here in America, they have trained the citizens and and young people of this country to be offended by everything, which makes them want to um, cancel everything. But by the time you get down to everything, you're not going to have anything left. Um, everything is going to be canceled. They're going to cancel everything from, you, you're just going to cancel everything. Um, because everything, that pen that is sitting on this desk right here um, would offend somebody. Yeah, it's um, red. And absolutely. I, I do not like red. It, it offends me. I wish it was blue. Why is it not blue? I mean, it could be blue. You know, <clears throat> but, but cancel culture is this idea of, of canceling things to condition uh, you uh, as the process goes along. Now they're canceling doc, uh, Dr. Seuss. But it, it is designed to condition you to accept a cancellation of something huge, just like canceling uh, the Bible or, or the ability to go to church or things like that. So um, that, that's sort of my idea of cancel culture because now, you know, people look at oh they canceled six Dr. Seuss books, what's the big deal? Well, in 20 years when they cancel the Bible, it's going to be a really big deal. But citizens in this country, especially people my age, which will be much older than, will not recognize what is going on because they've been conditioned their whole lives to accept the cancellation of things that offend somebody oh this offends someone oh we can get rid of it it'll be okay yeah um so that's the idea of cancel culture in my opinion that's how i feel about it um and, and really what i think it's about
1: yeah and even when you get to this point of um what i think that the news media and the these people that are canceling things don't realize is eventually they themselves will be canceled because yeah. they themselves will yeah. be
2: obsolete. I'd like to cancel them and real
1: quick. <laughs> so, so when they, Teen Vogue, for instance, just, just canceled one of their reporters, uh, <laughs> and and uh, they hired her knowing knowing what she believed in, and that she had apologized for something that she put on, but they just said that we, we're going to have to cancel her. And so
2: eventually <laughs> they're going to cancel themselves. That was interesting because, and I found this really, uh, you know, I don't know, interesting I guess because she tweeted something as a teenager, 16 yeah. or 17 years old.
1: And apologized for it and apologized for it. And they knew years about it. And they they yep. knew about it. They brought they said we brought it up in our interview process. Yep. But now that she works for us, we just we just can't It's not like they sandbagged her. It's not like they came up and she hid it from them and then they found out about it later. That would be a different story. Yeah, that would
2: be a different story. But
1: they said they knew about it. So let's listen to this article. Uh, It's a two-minute clip about everything. It's titled this on YouTube. Everything you need to know about today's cancel culture. It's from Inside Edition. And so listen to this.
0: It's been called one of the greatest films of all times, but in today's times, Gone with the Wind has been pulled from the streaming service HBO Max. Long criticized for its racial stereotypes, executives say the film will return, but with a discussion of historical context.
3: Gone with the Wind is gone from HBO. It's one of the most popular films of all time, but it's also been condemned for ignoring the horrors of slavery. The new streaming service, HBO Max, is now pulling the film, at least temporarily, stating, These racist depictions were wrong then and are wrong today. And we felt that to keep this title up without an explanation and a denouncement of those depictions would be irresponsible. It will return with a discussion of its historical context and a denouncement of those very depictions. Today, White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany tore into HBO. Making it clear she was speaking on behalf of the president. Where do you draw the line here?
1: Uh, I'm told that no longer can you find on HBO Gone with the Wind because somehow that is now offensive. Um, where do you draw the line? Is it should George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and James Madison be erased from history? What about FDR
3: and because of internment camps? You, know? you may recall that earlier this year, Trump praised Gone with the Wind after the South Korean film Parasite took home Best Picture. Let's get Gone with the Wind. Can we get, like, Gone with the Wind back, please? Megyn Kelly also ripped into HBO's decision to pull the movie. Where does this end? Are we going to pull all of the movies in which women are treated as sex objects, too, she tweeted? Let's do this. Every episode of Friends needs to go right now. If not, you hate women and LGBTQ people who also don't fare well on Friends.
2: And it behooves me to inform you that
0: you are fired, Abelene.
3: Twitter users today are now calling for Netflix to remove The Help from its lineup, criticizing the film for its white savior narrative. Movies not to watch when trying to educate yourselves on racism. The Help, goes one tweet. Oscar-winning actress Viola Davis, who starred in the film, says she regretted taking the role. Other shows are coming under fire in the wake of the George Floyd protest movement. After 30...
1: Alright, so there we have it uh, Wanted to end there Because I wanted to end right there where it said That they're trying to cancel Even this Netflix show uh, The Help uh, And Viola Davis who took this Who took the money for it Who was willing to get paid for it She'll say whatever
2: the, she wants now because Saw paid the profits,
1: profits Saw what she saw And now now she's I, I regret even taking it why, why didn't you regret taking it before? Why didn't you regret? All of a sudden, we see this culture of just, and we saw there, this this episode, this clip that we took was in June 10th of 2020. So, of course, President Trump was still in presidency, and Kaylee McEnany gave that great topic of, okay, who are we going to cancel? Are we going to cancel FDR, the green, the New Deal, and his internment? All of a sudden, where is it going to go? Because eventually, they're going to come up, and they're going to say Obama is going to have to be canceled. Because Obama wasn't for LGBTQ um, communities. He wasn't for same-sex marriage in his first term. But yet in his second term, he was. So at one point, he wasn't. We... We've seen it come as far, people, as to where they're saying we're going to have to cancel Abraham Lincoln because he wasn't as for black people as what he actually was. That's He's ridiculous. the man that signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Oh my! Goodness. He took us into a Civil War <laughs> to end slavery, and now you're saying he wasn't enough for the
2: black community? That's where <laughs> this is going, people. These are people. This is, and this goes back to what we talked about last week with the education system. This is what a failed education system does. It. People are so uneducated and just don't know uh, his, historical facts and what's really going on. Yeah. They know what they see on CNN and Fox News, and they don't know the actual facts of, of what have uh, went on. Yeah. Uh, FDR, you know, was a very great president. Um, he put these Japanese people into these internment camps. For their safety. Yeah. For, for their for, safety. For the safety of the country. Because we're seeing right now. Because we had been bombed by... A a Japanese um um, uh, I guess they're uh, it, Japanese people. We were bombed by the Japanese. Pearl Harbor. Yep. Pearl Harbor. One of the most destructive days in American history. People were attacking German citizens was, in America. This was this was a attack a a, 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 a way to provoke war on the United States. And you know what? At that time, that was the best thing to do because, I mean, you know, at that time you had people who send out spies, uh, certain things to go on. And and I'm not saying, you know, there was, um, this was for the sake of the the nation. Yeah. And and the protection. We're in a world war. This was a key time in protecting uh, the the freedoms that we have in America. Um, The internment camps no longer exist. They existed for that time you know, until the, until the war was over. I guarantee you if you uh, compare a, a Nazi concentration camp to an American internment camp, you'll see a, a clear difference. Um, many people call them, con- I heard someone the other day call it a concentration camp. I said they weren't in concentration no. camps. They, they, were, they were places where uh, Japanese people were sent uh, be, for, the, for the safety because people did not know who they were or, or what you know, whether they could be working with this new enemy that we had. Who we had no problems with until they attacked us at Pearl Harbor, killing thousands of, of our men and women and uh, uh, attacking a uh, and provoking a war on American soil.
1: You know, we saw this same thing happen a year ago when the coronavirus came from China. Everyone that was Asia was yep. looked down upon because maybe they were carriers of it. We didn't know. We were confused. This was something Tw- new. Back 20 years yes. ago, yep. when 9 11 happened, okay. When someone came and was wearing a uh, head covering, we were scared of them because we didn't know, is this a terrorist? Is this someone that's going to bomb my country? Mm -hmm. Is this someone that's going to hurt my kids? Because naturally that's what we do. We go into a fight mode of I'm going to protect who's around me. And so when that same thing happened, when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, FDR said, you know, we've got to protect these citizens of America who are Japanese who could be targeted. Yep. Okay. Same thing. That's what's happening here. But yet, because they saw that, well, you know, we even compensated those Japanese people that we put in in those uh, uh, in internment camps. We we gave them funds yeah. because we were trying to protect them.
2: I remember. So I, I find this interesting because back in elementary school, I had to read a propaganda piece, which I actually remember. I don't remember the name of the story, but it was about these Japanese internment camps, and and uh, it, it was about this specific person who. Would go to these and, and just be brutally brutally abused and starved and I'm thinking, uh, you know, at the time you don't understand um, what you're reading, um, but looking back, I do. I don't know why I specifically remember that. I believe I was probably in like the fourth grade, um, but I remember reading that and, I you know, at the time you don't think anything about it. You know, I probably didn't even uh, you know, have to pay attention to the story. But looking back on that. It, it's almost like they were comparing that to a Nazi concentration camp. Yeah, and to the kids that are in in elementary school today, who you know they don't know any better. Um, they look at that and think, "Wow, America's a horrible place." Yeah, you know we're so mean people, and and that's how they train the younger generation to come up and you know be this liberal idea of America is horrible. America is racist. You know we need to uh, look, look at, at what we did. Look at the, look at yeah. what we did. Um, yeah. You so
1: know. we're we're talking about this cancel culture. Um, the president did not cancel Dr. Seuss. Okay, a lot of people are saying, "Well, the president Biden, he just canceled everything." Okay, Dr. Seuss. The publishers of Dr. Seuss said that they felt that six books were inappropriate in their messaging to kids, and so they decided to stop producing Dr. Seuss. Now, okay, I'm fine. You're an independent publisher. You decide you want to stop publishing that. You are the one that is causing your company to lose money. Okay. These are six books, whatever you decide, whatever you want. Publishers every day decide, you know what? A book isn't selling anymore. We're going to stop publishing these books. Great. No problem. Not a problem at all. What I have a problem with is an independent organization such as eBay deciding. You know what? We can't, we, we just can't sell these books. And if you have one, you can't sell it on our platform. I had someone reach out to my wife the day after Dr. Seuss um, decided to stop publishing these six books and she had she said three or four years ago she put an article on a marketplace for some kids books that we were trying to get rid of and sell and he messaged her and said, I'll pay you hundred dollars for all the books if you have a Dr. Seuss books in there Wow and she said, well, I already sold it I just forgot to take the post down. People are reaching out because they're valuable. Some of these books went from like $650 the day after it canceled because they knew it was going to be valuable. People are wanting them then. Mm -hmm. Okay, What I have a problem with is this. eBay is saying that these Dr. Seuss six books are just so bad, so horrible. We can't even allow them on our platform. But right now, Bryson, you can go on there and you can type (laughs) in Mein Kampf, which is Adolf Hitler's book, and you can buy it. Yeah. It's still in there. That's acceptable, but the Dr. Seuss books aren't. Now, please tell me how someone who thought it was okay to kill Jews... The biggest
2: racist in history.
1: Thought it was okay to lock them up into concentration camps. Thought it was okay to purge the world of anything Jewish. That's okay to buy his book, but Dr. Seuss talking about... This country is by. I want to run a zoo or what I saw on Mulberry Street... Talking about culture,
2: look, those things are unacceptable. Look, I know that they've canceled it. I still have not seen them talk about what's so offensive about it. I, what's so offensive about it? I think there was like one drawing of of a, yeah. of a man eating, and, sitting on the ground eating eating some soup or something. Yeah, like that that was the reason right there. That, that was offensive. And
1: I bought a zoo was somehow a racist term. I
2: don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't why. know. I really. I mean, I've never been offended by it. Um, you know. Yeah. Don't think that it's that offensive. But I think it's crazy that you can go on eBay and, and you can buy things. And you can buy books from Karl Marx and, and yeah. people like that. I searched
1: just yesterday to make sure I could still do it. And you can still type in Mein Kampf by Hitler. Yep. And they come up, hundreds of them for sale. But you, if you type in what I saw on Mulberry Street or I saw it at the zoo by Dr. Seuss, not one book will come up. It may be a, an action figure, a Pluff doll. But you cannot buy those books on eBay. They have completely purged them. Yep.
2: You can't buy Dr. Seuss in this country, but you can um, watch on a weeknight on primetime television an award show, which uh, you, most of you saw a, a, something that was just disgusting mm-hmm. of uh, Cardi B accepting an award for her, um, um, they call it a song. I, I don't even consider it that. Um, but the the just disgusting acts of uh, lesbianism and, and profane speech on primetime television here in this country, and that is promoted. Yes, Cardi B and the the discuss of what she was doing. I'm not even going to talk about what she. I mean, you Look it up yourself. I don't recommend you look it up. It's no. horrible. Um, but that is something that is promoted in this country. And then you have things like Dr. Seuss that are denounced and and canceled, um, and and even uh, you know something on on the on a bottle of syrup offend someone, but you can you can go and 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 watch this at uh, eight o'clock at night. A uh, just Cardi B doing uh, just disgusting things o- along yeah. with many others. She was not the only one. That no, was a no. very and and this took place in Los Angeles, where there is a mask mandate. Mm, she wasn't wearing mask. She didn't have her mask no, on. They no, they were not social sex six, six feet apart. They weren't. three um, oh, well, three feet. No, they weren't, they weren't even that. Though they were taking pictures on the red carpet. Uh, with one another, uh, together, and that's okay because they're celebrities yes. and they're more important than you. Yes, and you—I mean, this, this, this whole
1: thing—it it aggravates me. The only positive thing that I can see out of what happened at the Grammys is they had last year 16 million viewers. This year they had 8 million viewers. That's a good thing. That's okay. like,
2: I look at that as People positive. People
1: are canceling it because they're done with it. They're done with the hypocrisy. Yep. They're done with everything that has anything to do with the entertainment industry. And hopefully it goes forward. You know, Bryson, you mentioned something. I want to circle back to it because we circle back to things on this episode. That's correct. Um, we, we have canceled so much stuff. It started with the Aunt Jemima and the Uncle Ben. Yeah. And I saw someone put this out the other day on a social media platform. I don't remember where it was at. But he said, we are so okay with them canceling everything. They just took the Indian off of the Land of Lakes Butter. Okay, They took the Indian out, but they kept the land. I like that when someone (laughs) said that.
2: Uh, How American. Yeah, That's that's Uh, more American than anything. But this
1: is what the guy said. He was a black guy. And he said, I'm against all this canceling. He said, because what's going to happen is you're going to walk into a Walmart one day and everything you see on the store and on the shelves is going to be represented by White people, Little Debbie Cake, uh, everything that has a picture on it is going to be white men or white women. We have taken away anyone that can represent an Asian person, yep. a black person, an Indian person, a Mexican person, anything. They're all going to be wiped clear, and all the marketing schemes are done going to be done by white people. Mm-hmm. And he said that was the whole great diversity Someone could walk into a grocery store and they could look at a couple of things and say, you know what? That Uncle Ben Rice, that reminds me of my uncle. I'm going to buy some of that because that—that that, that yeah. I can associate with that. It's marketing. We take that away. Now you can't. And he said, I'm offended because I can't associate with anything in the grocery store anymore. Everything's yeah. labeled by white people. Yeah. And he said they are canceling it in a way to isolate and to purge the society. Of anything in that. So, and that sort, and we're accepting it. And he goes, uh, "Listen to what Obama has to say about this cancel culture." As a president, former president of our nation, uh, this is his words right here.
0: But I do get a sense sometimes now among certain young people, and this is accelerated by social media. There is this sense sometimes of the way of me making change is to be as judgmental as possible about other people, and that's enough. Like, if I tweet or hashtag about how you didn't do something right or used the word wrong verb, or then I can sit back and feel pretty good about myself, because, man, you see how woke I was? I called you out. <laughs> Let me get on TV,
3: <laughs>
0: watch my show, watch Gronish. <laughs> um, you know, that's not, that's not, activism that, that's not bringing about change you know it, it, if, if all you're doing is casting stones uh, you know you're, you're probably not going to get that far
1: he was calling them out and they were laughing yeah he was saying what you're doing is is ridiculous that's not change and they started laughing about it they started making fun about it He wasn't joking in this video, and this was in 2019, October of 2019, uh, right before the pandemic hit, and he's saying, guys, just because you can say you're a little more woke than everybody else, just because you can cast a stone on social media, that doesn't make you an activist. That doesn't make you someone who is doing anything great, and that was our former president.
2: Well, you know, uh, uh, when you have, uh, you know, uh, you, you, when you have, uh, you know, people who are uh, more woke than others, uh, 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 you know, you're going to have this, uh, you know, uh, this problem. Uh, and and um, you see, you know, blah, blah, that's what I hear when I heard Obama. Sorry. <laughs> you're good. Uh, so I, I'm just trying to,
1: to give you some information here of what our presidents and former presidents have said and how we can go against this. So, so the, the last question we want to go and talk about is, say this, where does this end at? Where does this canceling culture end? Uh, I want to bring up an article by the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum, Holocaust Encyclopedia. This is what they say. The Nazis wanted Germans to support their Nazi dictatorship and believe in the Nazi ideas to accomplish this goal. They tried to control forms of communication through censorship and propaganda. This included control of newspapers, magazines, books, art, theater, music, movies, and radio. In 1933, the German Constitution guaranteed freedom of speech and freedom of press. Sound familiar, Bryson?
2: Freedom of speech,
1: freedom of press. I think we have that in our Constitution. Yeah, we do. Through decrees and laws... Executive orders, maybe we could throw that in there. The Nazis abolished these civil rights and destroyed German democracy. That was in 1933. We had this. In 1934, it was illegal to criticize the Nazi Germany. Even telling a joke about Hitler was considered treason. People in Nazi Germany could not say, write, whatever they wanted. Examples of censorship was this. Closing down or taking over anti Nazi newspapers. They were buying them and they were giving money toward them because they didn't agree with it, so they either closed it down or they bought it. Controlling what the news appeared in newspapers, on radio, and on newsreels. They didn't have TV back then, uh, or it wasn't popularized, so radio and newspapers were really the biggest part. Uh, they began banning and burning books that Nazis considered and categorized as un German. And they controlled what soldiers wrote home during World War II. They wouldn't even let their soldiers write down certain things to their people, uh, to their family back home. So there's a couple of key dates. Uh, so, 1933, May 10th, the Nazis had a book burning. Okay, they went through town, they went through organizations, they went through universities, libraries, and they put together a list of books that they thought weren't. German enough They were un-German These lists included books written by Jewish authors These books were um, Also included books by non-Jewish authors Who ideas conflicted With Nazi ideas On the night of May 10th, 1933 Nazis held a book burning They marched by tort light In nighttime parades, singing chants and throwing books into a huge bonfire. And on that night, more than 25,000 books were burned because they said, we needed to do this. It almost is like eBay and Amazon saying, we're not going to sell this book anymore. We're not going to publish these books anymore. We continue on. Two years later, March 28th, 1935, The premiere of the propaganda film Triumph and Will I just started watching this uh, But it was a film by um, Lynn I'm going to butcher this name (laughs) Renfelschall Yep we're going to go with that The film shows the footage taken of 1934 Nazi party rally Uh, The footage shows rallies showing Smiling children cheering crowds And uniformed Nazis It featured military parades And a speech by Adolf Hitler And it will become one of the most infamous Nazi propaganda films to date. You can find it very easily. I just began watching it like I said. And then in September of 1939, banning Germans from listening to foreign radios. World War II begins in 1939 of September. Shortly after, the Nazi regime makes listening to any foreign radio broadcast illegal. This is the attempt to control what information Germans hear about war. The Nazi regime shows, sees news and information from outside as a security threat. And all of a sudden they began locking down and editing and tailoring every sentence that people could hear. And they were literally sentencing people to death by listening to something that wasn't approved by the German Nazi Government. This issue was last edited In January 15 of 2021 And so this is a pretty accurate Thing. All, I'll put it in the show notes as well Bryson, this,
2: what's your thoughts? All of this sounds uh, Way too familiar um, This is, uh, you know you know That ultimately led to the Second World War mm-hmm. in which my Great-grandfather fought for this country And um, it, it really Makes me uh, upset and very Angry um, at the fact That um, this nation in which uh, men like my, my great-grandfather, um, who actually had a brother who, who died in the war, um, it makes me very upset that um, people um, who, who went and fought for them, the country that they fought and many died for, um, are accept, is now turning away from what we fought for in that war and, and turning towards what we were fighting against. Um, just because of this idea of control and power, which has been enforced by the government, um, I think that you know the reason that the uh, Nazism or however you can pronounce that did not expand or grow, and in the, in the way that it was um, defeated was America. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was this country that defeated fascism and communism in two world wars um, and, and multiple other occasions. Um, But now you see this shift of America joining these other countries. Now you have Russia, China, North Korea, all of these other countries who are, uh, you know, big on the world stage, who are communist nations. Um, When America is turning that way, America doesn't have another America to come save America. Because we are the ones that have been looking out uh, for all of these other countries uh, for over uh, several hundred years. Uh, over 200 years and so um i, I don't know it really just uh I, I can't i can believe that this is happening in this country and i think that something like what happened to germany will happen but i think because of the times that we're in i think it'll be uh, very different i think that other countries will step in and um i think that this will ultimately lead to um uh, a single world government which is obviously the plan of china but i think if if something did happen to where Um, you know, uh, this fascist idea or even a socialist idea was enforced on the United States of America, I think we're going to see a big mess. And, you know, I'm no conspiracy theorist when I say that, but when you have a country uh, like China who is communist and Russia who is communist and many other uh, communist nations, um, and then you have a country like America who is turning that direction, um, I think that you'll see uh, many crazy things in in the next, um, I will say, century, I, I guess in the next uh, several hundred years, most likely, but um, yeah, I just can't believe that this is something that's going on in this country. I think it's destructive and dangerous, yeah. and uh, we've already seen. This is why history is so important because we've already seen what it did to Germany. Yeah. Um, so we know the effects of it.
1: Yeah, um, and, and they're even, <clears throat> you know, they're not saying this is anti-American, so we should stop. But what they're saying is that we can cancel or impose anything that we want on the basis of science. Yep. You know we got to mm-hmm. follow the science. We have got to listen to the science. Yeah. Okay, when are they going to cancel Charles Darwin's on uh, the um, elimination of certain species that are inferior? Because that's what his Origin of the Species was. It was eliminating inferior species. Okay, you can still buy that book on Amazon and on eBay. So they're conditioning us to buy based on science or whatever it is to cancel or get rid of this. And as Bryson mentioned earlier in the show when will the bible become offensive when will something in the bible become offensive to someone else and them say we have to cancel this the bible and owning the bible is illegal ebay will no longer sell it amazon will no longer sell it if you are a christian bookstore and you sell it you will have lawsuits brought against you when will the day come When the Bible is offensive, because that is ultimately where this is going. They're going to try to cancel everything they can. And if it offends someone, if it goes against what someone believes in any way, shape, or form, we will cancel it. And that is what I believe the ultimate goal of this whole process is. And as Christians, we must stand up for what is right. We must stand up and not be ashamed. We must stand up and talk to people about what is right and what is wrong. That's why we have this program, because we want to educate people and to say, listen, people that we look up to, some of our former presidents have said, this is not the right thing. We've got to stop it, because it's going to eventually get to the point where you yourself will be canceled because of something you said or something you believed, and we have got to... Get on top of that. I
2: do though. I know I was being a little bit of a smart aleck and maybe a jerk, making fun of Obama. I really didn't even sound like him. I need to work on my Obama impersonation. But I think it's good that he said that because we need more people now. His view on that might have changed by now um, because oftentimes it does. Because see, what happens in within liberalism? There's this fight within it, and um, when someone gets canceled or, or or something happens, and someone steps up and says, "Hey, you know, we don't necessarily need to be doing this." You know, uh, Chris Harrison. Uh, he's the host of some ABC show in which someone was canceled, and he made a quote. I just heard uh, Kayleigh McEnany talk about this on the news last night, um, and they have canceled Chris Harrison because he said we need to show that man great or show them grace because they apologized sincerely for what they did. Um, this was a person that they had canceled, and Chris Harrison. I really don't know who he is. I just heard the name last night. Um, had said, you know, you know, we need to show them some some grace and you know, give them a second chance because everybody makes mistakes um you so show we there's don't necessarily need to cancel everybody but um oftentimes when that happens they get canceled for disagreeing yeah and so they get kicked to the curb and now that man who was the host of some show on abc i'm not sure what it was um but now he's you know out of a job and because he just made a comment that was saying hey we need to uh, this person that has been canceled we need to you know maybe show them some some grace in that but I think it's important that we have people like uh, Barack Obama making these statements um, because this is a bipartisan issue. Uh, because yeah. we fought, you know, like I said, we fought two world wars. Uh, we made the fight against communism in, in Vietnam and, and places like that. And so, I just think that um, it's it's good that these people are making these remarks. It's something that has to be stopped. And I, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's a really big and dangerous thing, and a lot of people don't understand the effects of. Uh, what's to come as far as cancel culture is concerned
1: exactly and so that's that's sort of where we're going to end today uh this is a huge topic it's something that the media doesn't want you to hear about they don't want to use the term cancel culture because that's what they're trying to do and they don't want that term being used so young people people who are listening to this We have got to be vigilant. So we're going to close this episode just praying for our nation and uh, then we'll have Bryson give our closing. Father, thank you for this day. I pray that you'll be with this nation that we've been talking about, our America. We love it. We uh, were founded on good Christian principles, good godly men. Uh, They may have all not believed exactly the way we did, but God, they were basing this country on the Bible and Lord, we've got to get back to that point. We've got to get back to where We love your word, and we follow your word. We thank you for what you've allowed us to do, and thank you for this platform. We pray that you'll continue to bless it and it to be a blessing to someone else. In your name we pray.
2: Amen. All right, that's the show. Thanks for uh, tuning in and listening. As always, if you want to be featured on the program, reach out to us. uh, Email us at fivebyproductions at gmail.com and reach out to us on Anchor. Send us an audio message. Let us know what you're thinking. If you disagree with us, I love people that disagree with me. I love uh, you know, I love people that like to uh, explain their opinions. And I think your opinion matters whether you agree with me or not or agree with us or not. So reach out, let us know, give us some feedback. Always leave us a rating and review
0: on uh, all of our available platforms. Until okay. next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by FYBY. If you enjoyed the content, please leave a rating or review and check out our Facebook page for more content.